0: To another episode of Red Flags and Rose. We're so excited to have you back for another week. Episode eight. Yeah. This is Kaylee. This is Megan. And we are
1: excited to get c- a little bit closer to episode ten. Look at us go.
0: Yeah. How exciting. I know. Feel like it's taken a lot longer this time. Yeah, but I think it's because we're there? a lot
1: more invested. That's sure. You know? Last time, we were just flying by the seat of our pants a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah. We just kind of threw them together. Yeah. It wasn't it's terrible, A though. lot more
1: intentional this time. Yes. But I think it's better this way because we're actually involved in the content, whereas we were recording, like, two, three episodes yeah. in one sitting. Yes. And it just wasn't interesting. <laughs> no.
0: Um, but, so we're going to catch up to start off. Me and Kaylee really have not talked to each other this week, so we are actually really catching up. <laughs> yeah, which is
1: odd because we really are just up each other's ass all the time. Yeah, Like, we know everything Yeah, that's going on. But this week was really busy. It felt like I, I felt bad because I just was not texting back. I was so busy at work, and then by the time I was done with work, I was like, you know, taking Kyrie to go run and play. Or
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had <clears throat> a lady doctor appointment on Wednesday and I got my eyes checked on Thursday. <laughs> so I was really like
0: Doing it all doing
1: it all. But yeah. I guess I'll just make this my catch up segment since I'm already doing that. <laughs> but um I was going to talk to you all about my gynecologist appointment. It was just a, um, my annual check-in, but she was talking to me about my sex life and she's been wanting me to get an IUD for the past couple of years.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we had agreed on what it would be if I was to get it. Um, it would be the Paragard Mm non-hormonal, uh, 99.6% effective against preventing pregnancy, it, it was just, like, the best fit for me because I'm really, really easily affected with hormones. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sensitive to most birth controls. Make me go crazy. Um, but I was telling her, you know, I'm really not as sexually active anymore. Um, and she was like, okay, well, do you want me to send off for your usual, like, STD check mm-hmm. if you haven't been sexually active and all that? And I was like yeah, I don't really trust the last person I slept with Mm -hmm. that he hasn't been sleeping with other people or like gotten checked. So just go ahead and send that off because even though I'm not having any symptoms or anything, you never know. No. At all. I
0: can attest to that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And so we'll find out when I get my pap smear back if anything is irregular as far as like HPV or anything like that, uh, which we'll talk more about that in a second. But she gave me samples of this new product called Fexi. It's P-H-E-X-X-I. And it's really cool. So it, she was talking about spermicides. And I was kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Because I just don't have an interest in using spermicides. I've only used it on condoms. Yeah. That's the only or time like I've ever, like, like. In the condom, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I just had no interest in that. Cause you also kind of have to plan ahead with it, but this is really cool. So it's like, um, if you've ever had a yeast infection and used Monistat where you use like a preloaded thing and then put a plunger in to like mm-hmm. insert the cream, that's exactly what this is. So you can use it up to an hour before you have sex until okay. the point that you're having sex and you just put the plunger in it, put the cream inside of you. And then it is without a condom, 85% effective against mm-hmm. pregnancy and then with a condom it's like in the high 90s i think she said like 95 or 96 percent effective okay um and then it prevents bacterial infections which was the coolest part to me because when you're having sex with a new partner or even if you're just prone to any type of infection when you're having sex yes it just makes it less enticing Mm -hmm. like you're like uh, I don't, don't want to go through it yes and it's like I want to have sex but I don't want BV or anything like that and of course that comes down a lot of the times to cleanliness of your partner yeah and them not dipping in different ponds and then mm-hmm. coming back to you which was why when I was having some problems and I had to use boric acid to get myself back in my ph just like was yeah. so fucked I was like okay is this a me problem or mm-hmm. is this my partner which I think it was my partner because I have been fine
0: yeah and most you know? of the time it is the partner I feel like because unless you're sticking your dir- like dirty fingers or like something mm-hmm. up there that is not clean yeah most of the time it's not you exactly. unless you're just super susceptible to anything even if you wear like certain are. underwear um, yeah my you know vaginal
1: health has never been better than since i have stopped having sex (laughs) and since i i actually wear men's boxers a lot of the time Mm -hmm. now because it just allows your girl to breathe Mm -hmm. like even with jeans and stuff i'll wear boxers because it's not shoving up your ass And even with granny panties sometimes like that's just too tight on your girl it is so i've been doing that boric acid after my period just to balance things out after that you know just being more intentional with that but we were gonna have a conversation before we continue catching up yeah this is the perfect time to talk about HPV
0: yeah um so I know a couple episodes ago we talked about my lady doctor appointment Mm -hmm. and how I didn't well I went, and everything was fine. Yeah. Like, I did really well. You know, I was proud of myself, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, the appointment was fine.
0: Yes. Um. So then I was concerned about my boob. Right. So I go to get an ultrasound. Um. They're like, okay, well, you'll hear back about a week, you know. I get a call the next day from the doctor's office, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, and shit. I know. When you told me you got a call, I was like, No. <laughs> So I was like, oh, God, they found something. Yeah. Um, no, my boob is fine. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. with my boob. Um, they think it just has something to do with, like, some cartilage. You know, you have can get inflammation around your yeah. ribs and stuff that can cause stuff.
1: And you just had a baby. So who yeah. knows?
0: Um, but mm-hmm. I did get diagnosed with. Diagnosed. Some ap- abnormal cells which (laughs) abnormal
1: cells were found you make it sound like you're dying
0: (laughs) bitch i thought i was i
1: know and then she wouldn't believe me you guys like legitimately i told her everything about what was going on and she was like nope it's the end times
0: i was like i have cervical cancer i'm dying Mm -hmm. it's stage four You know, no, I'm just kidding. It's not (laughs) HPV. I did. I have HPV. Which it's
1: not to make it sound like it's small, but people just aren't educated. They're not
0: because I thought I was dying. Yeah. Like I texted you and like, I know some other people that have been through it too. And they thought the same thing and they're not told. (laughs) And let me tell you instantly my mind turned to my husband because I'm like, I'm pissed. I'm like, oh my God he fucking did this dirty dick. Like, you know, all this stuff, you know, but
1: yeah. And then you, it totally went a different direction in your yeah. mind though, where you're like, is he going to be mad at me? Yeah. Which is not crazy. It's to not feel that way. It's not. And it's not crazy to feel like you're dying because when something is wrong with your body, it's terrifying mm-hmm. and you feel like your body has failed you. Yeah. But really it's, we are not educated enough about anything to do with our body like it's like I've said before I didn't even really know about my cycle no until recently because we're just not taught you know and when the doctor asks you you know when was your last cycle I don't know how to answer that it's mm-hmm.
0: like
1: I tell them the last day of my period and they're like no the first day of your period like when, yeah when was that yeah and you're like now that I have the flow app and everything mm-hmm. it's easier
0: shout but out flow
1: yeah you just <laughs> you don't know and so she thought Megan thought when I was texting her that I was just trying to calm her down <laughs> because I was like I wasn't trying to make you feel like your feelings were s- stupid or Mm-mm. you know and I wasn't trying to calm me down I was just telling you what it was mm-hmm. I was like I had to have a colposcopy, too, mm-hmm. which is modern-day torture. They need to figure
0: out how to, like... I mean, I'm probably going to pass it on the table. You're
1: not. It, it, I'm telling you, I know how you are, and it's really not as bad as you're going to anticipate. I think the thing is, we build it up so much. Just don't look up... The, there's a whole bunch of shit going around on TikTok about how that goes down. Nope, thanks. It does need to be <laughs> updated, but the thing that needs to be updated is how they fucking do it not even that why the fuck can't you test men for hpv when they are the ones that are passing it around yeah why the fuck can you not because hpv can permeate condoms Mm -hmm. so even when you have the safest sex possible you can still get hpv Mm -hmm. not to mention oral sex all of it yep And this is all to say I ended up getting my second Gardasil because I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'm I am inevitably going to at least have one more sexual partner. Yeah. Even if I meet the love of my life and that's it. Yeah. And they could have HPV and not be able to get tested for it mm-hmm. and not have warts because that's only a small amount of HPV strains. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate shots. But I was like, I will be damned if I get to 45 can't get it anymore once you're 45 you Mm -hmm. can get it up until then and then i get cancer and it's not just cervical cancer Mm -hmm. it is anal it is vulvar it is throat head neck mouth Mm -hmm. you can get cancer so many ways
0: just from this
1: hpv and Um. this is why people need to go routinely get your like even your mouth your dentist checkups every mm-hmm. six months are so important because you could have a papilloma and not even know
0: that yeah. your dentist checks for that shit. But it all goes down to say, too, like, it when you do more research and educate yourself, um, it is not good to have. Oh, no. So I know some people are just like, oh, well, I can just wash it out or, you know, get rid of it. Um, but in the end, it takes about... I think what my doctor told me, it could take anywhere from 10 to 20 years for it to develop into a cancer. Mm -hmm. It could happen sooner. Um, But you don't want this to develop into a cancer because it's not good wherever it's going to go. Right.
1: (laughs) So. But that's 100% why preventive checkups are so important. Is because HPV is something your body can fight off. Mm -hmm. And so that virus is gone within one to two years. Yeah. So if you don't go to your gynecologist for two Mm -hmm. to three years, you could have healed from the HPV and don't know about it. And then it comes back. Yeah. Whereas like now that you know, you're going to go get the biopsy to see what you have to have done, you know, and what I ended up having to have done i feel like i can't remember i think it was like called acid ablation or something like that where they just do the acid wash you Mm -hmm. know somebody who had to have part of their cervix cut out Mm -hmm. like there's different ways they deal with it but every single one of those ways is going to be worthwhile
0: in the future Mm -hmm. and i know there's people out there and i'm one of them nobody fucking likes going to the lady doctor no Gynecologist, whatever. No one fucking likes it. No one wants their shit intruded on, but you need to go. Like
1: from the moment you are sexually active or having any problems, even if you're 13 and having bad periods, like get your like your child in good with the gynecologist so they don't fear it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole thing. Is well, yeah. People putting that in your head that it's normal to go to the doctor and better to go to the doctor.
0: Yeah, and I know. A couple people that literally only went when they were pregnant. Mm -hmm. And that's not good either because you're not... Anything can happen with your uterus, with your cervix, anything. Especially because if I would have just had Maisie Mm -hmm. and not gone back, I would not know that I have HPV. Yeah. Because they were... um, What my doctor said was it can lay dormant for years Mm-hmm. months um and they think that when I got pregnant with Maisie and then after I had her there was such a huge shift in your hormones because obviously that's what happens when you're pregnant right. um that that is what caused it to finally show
1: yeah and luckily
0: you know yeah
1: it's good that that happened but you would have gone to the doctor anyways because
0: I that's what we do yeah we
1: I will say one thing that you and I are really good about, even if we don't take care of ourselves every day, (laughs) we go to our preventive care appointments Mm -hmm. because we know that even if something's wrong, it's only been in the last year that that thing has gone wrong. And that's how you get to know your body Mm -hmm. and get to know what is when something feels off, Mm -hmm. you just become in tune. And I asked my doctor when I was in there, about you because I I wanted to hear from her if she was saying the same things that your doctor was. Mm -hmm. You know, like, if it it is the hormone shift Mm -hmm. or, you know, if it was lying dormant for years, she was saying exactly the same thing that we were reading about online, that your doctor said. And so it was just, like, kind of nice to hear it again Mm -hmm. that, like, it's okay. Yeah. Even though you feel... Weird. You feel dirty. You feel like there's an invasion. And did you go through all those emotions? Yeah. it's such a roller coaster. I disgusting. But, but the...
0: then now I'm like, it is what it is. It is what it you is. You know,
1: yeah. At least you don't have like something you can't take care of. Yeah.
0: Was it like 85
1: percent of people? Probably even more than more that now. I think that's of HPV people who get know. tested. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's the same thing with herpes. Everybody has some type of herpes, pretty much. It's just like especially nowadays, I mean, but damn. that's why they don't even test for it unless you ask, because most people will show up as having it and they and they freak out. And it, I know it's, it's that's why we need to be educated, though. Yes, that's why we felt like it was important to spend this catch up period, like mentioning these things, because I looked up online and I have it pulled up here, um, the CDC, just basic facts about like men. And as I was reading through it, it's like the worst thing that happens for men is that they get sores, lumps, unusual growths, or warts. And then it can develop into cancer for them too. Mm-hmm. But the shitty thing is, it's like the women are the ones that exhibit the symptoms mm-hmm. more and have a test for it. Yeah, and it's isn't like, that shitty? why? When men can also get anal cancer, they can get cancer of the penis, mm-hmm. which should strike fear into every man. You could lose your, you could lose your whole penis, mm-hmm. like, God. But it, it's one of those things where you just think men aren't as affected, and so it's not as serious to like figure out.
0: Yeah. That's with everything. Like, when they mm-hmm. go to the doctor. Birth control. For <laughs> but anyways. But when they go to the doctor, they get their balls cupped, and they have to cough. That's how they check their shit. Finger up the butt. I mean, Prostate what's a finger exam? up the butt? What's a finger up the butt compared to what we go through, honestly? Well, I mean, we get fingered, too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with a silver mm-hmm. spatula. And then a scrape. Yeah. Which, this is
1: also not to freak anybody out that hasn't gotten a checkup at the gynecologist. Because, honestly, the speculum and then it's literally, it just feels like someone's scraping their fingernail. Yeah. Just Just for
0: a second. It's it's not not terrible, but it's just like... But
1: it's, yeah, we go through all of this. Dumb. We go through all of this.
0: And then talk about mammograms, like... I don't even want to get to that point. She's you like, your you're shit. too
1: young to have a mammogram, so we'll do the usual feel of the ha- with the hand. Yeah, um, when
0: like, I did not mind, I was not 30, and I had never had anything before. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an ultrasound. Yeah. That's usually what they go to first. Unless you
1: have a family history, they're yes. always going to do less than a mammogram. But it's because they flatten your shit out during mammograms, and mm-hmm. I... Pray to God that by the time we need to get them, there is better technology. Because my mom was describing it to me. I mean. And they, like, shelf your boobs and then just squish them
0: completely out. Oh,
1: my God. And I'm like,
0: well, my mom is a nurse, and she was saying, like, they could do MRIs, but they just don't want to pay for it. They don't want to give that to people. And I'm like at this point I'm going to just it's schedule the fucking MRI.
1: Women are not human. I'm I'm not kidding. I've been seeing oh, I know. so many things that have been affirming what I believe mm-hmm. and just don't bring up because I feel like I'm so extreme <laughs> when I say these things. But I do believe that men do not view women as human sometimes. Yeah. Because when you think about it, I saw a TikTok that really brought it into view for me. And, uh, made it feel less ridiculous for me to think this way. But this girl was talking about how she thinks that men don't view women as human because when they talk about them, they don't talk about them as people. They talk Mm -hmm. about what they do for them. So when you ask a man why he loves his mother, he's like, she's been there for me since day one. She's cooked for me. She always made sure that the bills were paid. Mm -hmm. She paid for my football training, whatever. It's like, no, why do you love her? Like, mm-hmm. who is she? Because yeah. if you asked us, we would be like, my mom is gentle. My mm-hmm. mom is funny. My mom is an angel. Like, she does all of these things for people around her. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about things of, of what it make them a character. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, it was just so funny to watch that video because she's like, and then you ask them about their father. Yeah. And then they talk about them as a person, you know? <laughs> They're very loyal. Mm-hmm. They are hardworking. And I was like,
0: yeah. mm -hmm. But I mean, that just goes back to why. I mean, it's with anything, Mm -hmm. anything that we have to go through. Jobs. I mean, pain tolerance. Going to work on your period. Going to school on your period. Let me tell you something. I never understood. I think I told you this before, like before my mid-twenties and especially after having maisie i never understood how people because i had new people in high school that Mm -hmm. had to leave school or they called in because they Mm -hmm. were in so much pain and i was just like oh i was like i just kind of bleed i mean i cramp a little bit Mm. now i know yeah and now i know and it's fucking terrible um but then you know i saw a tiktok about I saw a couple because, you know, I'm doing that, you know, hormone thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were just talking about how that should not be our normal. Yeah. We should not have painful periods. Mm -hmm. Like.
1: I've been seeing those, too. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's just because. What a life. Women (laughs) are not taken seriously. Mm -mm. Particularly women of color. You see so many. Black women die for simple, simple reasons in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's because people don't take our pain seriously. And I say that as a white woman. I don't, you know, like I'm of color, but it, I'm saying women as a whole are expected to just handle it because men don't know. And mm-hmm. if men bled from their dicks for a week, a month, you could bet that there would be some kind of intervention mm-hmm. for pain other than fucking slap a heat patch on it and get over it. Yeah.
0: Or not just that, let's talk about the biopsy that has to happen.
1: Yeah. They're literally fucking a piece to... of you off without
0: A hole punch. Yeah. A hole puncher. They're gonna hole punch my cervix. And you know what With they told no me to do? No
1: numbing cream. Advil.
0: Yep. Yeah. Take two Advil or a leave before you come. Yep. No thank you.
1: And like no kidding. And I would suggest to leave because it's (laughs) better for muscles,
0: which... Yeah, I'm going to suggest that they put me down. Yeah,
1: literally euthanize me, bitch.
0: For real. A local anesthetic. So you're telling me... So Here's the other thing. We can talk about vasectomies Mm -hmm. because I looked them up. They numb them and all they do is do a little snip, snip with some little scissors, like little thread scissors. Snippy snip. That's it. And they get ice. They get treated they get a so well. Donut that
1: they can sit on. Uh huh. No, I get, I, I get it because I think about this all the time. I'm just like, men are so catered to. Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't think I'll ever be able to be with a man. Who, like, feels some type of way when I say all men are trash. Oh yeah. Because he should understand. That I'm not saying all men are trash. I'm saying almost all of them. And he's a little bit of an exception. But to get back on track (laughs) with catching up, I did have an eye doctor appointment where she told me that my vision has not changed for the second year in a row. I don't believe it. Girl,
0: you eating your carrots?
1: (laughs) No, and I don't believe it because my vision's blurry. I need to find a new eye doctor. She's lost. So I was like... Bitch, are you even looking at, like, and then I was so upset because you know how they, like, flip the lens so uh-huh. that you can, like, they're, like, one or two. First of all, I'm nervous for that anyways. Second of all, my eyelash extensions are getting caught in the fucking things as she's flipping
0: them. She's pulling them out yeah. one by one. I'm not
1: kidding you. I felt that shit shut on them. I was getting so nervous. I was, like, I'm about to get cranked into this machine. But... It was fine, and then I really. It was a good week. Good. I was really busy, but I. It was a good week.
0: So, how was your week? <laughs> Mine was pretty busy um, with work. I actually. Wednesday night into Thursday was fucking terrible. <laughs> to be honest, um, teething sucks. Like Maisie is the best baby. And I have not had any problems out of her. And anyone who meets her can tell you she's so fucking happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And then when I tell people, I'm like, but not at night right now. Because, no, she is like a sloth right now, like clinging. She only wants me. She has to be touching me in some way at nighttime has to be like even if it's a fucking finger like et touching fingers that's it that's all she needs which is fine but then wednesday night she was fucking wired until like 10 o'clock wired rolling around on the bed laughing screaming and i'm like what is happening and she had just had like baby ibuprofen so it should have knocked her ass out to be honest but it didn't she finally goes to sleep around like 10, fucking wakes up at 12, crying, just in her sleep, just crying, and get her back to sleep, same thing again at 1.30, same thing again at 2.30, and then 4 o'clock rolls around, and this bitch is up, ready to run a marathon. <laughs> I'm like, No this is not happening so I ended up calling into work because I was like I can't function like this Um, and she I think I texted you actually that was the day I had to text you she stayed awake from 4 until about 7.20 and I was like yes we're going to take a nap no 20 minutes yep and then she was up until about 2:30 <laughs> just r- wild and ready to go sometimes crying but i'm like if this is what teething's going to be like and that's just one tooth mhm that's only one she has like a lot coming in yeah <laughs> I mean, i'm not ready
1: I have a question, though, and yes. this is not critical. Yes. Do you think that co-sleeping is going to cause issues with her attachment style? Um, and when do you plan on stopping?
0: I don't know. Because she doesn't sleep good in her crib. We've tried. Like, she'll sleep until... Because usually you put her in bed around, like, 8. Mm-hmm. Um. But then it's always... 11 30 12 and she won't go back to sleep so i'm like do i sacrifice my sleep you know because this past week that's the only time that she's ever slept terribly mm-hmm. um other than that she sleeps through the night
1: so yeah. i'm like well i meant more of like her having to touch you and i ask this because i co-slept with Mm -hmm. my mom and my grandma literally until my parents almost divorced (laughs) like i was sleeping on the floor of my parents bedroom Mm -hmm. until i was eight yeah because i needed to be right there and i needed to be touching my mom like i would fall asleep with her in bed and then she Mm -hmm. would move me i'm not kidding like it was not good and i had problems until my 20s with self-soothing mm-hmm. getting myself out of anxious patterns and my anxiety really peaked when i had to start sleeping alone in my room because i already was old enough to have memories
0: mm-hmm.
1: at that point yeah and so i just asked because i think that it was a problem for me and i know mm-hmm. there's it's the same thing with spanking though some people yeah. are really fucked up from that and some people don't give a shit that their parents spanked them or beat them even like some people just don't but for me i had very difficult steps that i had to take Mm -hmm. in order to self-soothe so i'm curious like i don't know what the game plan Um, for you is
0: i think we're gonna start trying Mm -hmm. again um but I know some people wait until like the nine or 10 month mark just makes it a little bit easier. But I also go back to like, I think about animals mm-hmm. and I think about like monkeys, sloth, like their babies are on them all the time. And I saw this TikTok and this mom was just like, why do we as a society feel as though we have to like, isolate our babies yeah you know and i kind of feel that way too because they're looking to you to like nurture yeah Yeah. they're little they don't know yeah so why throw them in this dark ass room by themselves like we'll do it during naps and stuff we don't nap with her like Mm -hmm. it's usually only at night so i'm Yeah. I don't know.
1: And that's why I'm totally not being critical. No, I know you're not. I think it's an interesting thing. And I'm sure there's people that listen that have kids. Yeah. And are going through something similar or relate to me. Yeah. Where I didn't know that it was weird for me to be sleeping Mm -hmm. with my parents until I grew up. Yeah. And it took me reviewing my trauma to recognize that a huge part of the reason why. I had such a traumatic bond with my mom Mm -hmm. and have a mother wound is because I wasn't okay Mm -hmm. without her. And I was terrified to be away from her. So, um,
0: sometimes though, like, let's just take it back. Mm -hmm. Let's take it way back. If it wasn't for society and their views on... Anything. working literally anything <laughs> yeah. but like working's a big one you yeah. are telling that baby to work around your schedule not their natural rhythm or their cycle um because you have to work and you can't be tired so because like most of the time babies are going to sleep when they want to sleep you know and of course like it's just like puppies they're going to learn to sleep through the night but during the day You don't have to have them on a schedule. Mm -hmm. Like, really, like, psychology tells you you don't have to, but we do it so they are on our schedule for us working. It makes it better for us. So then, like, even with the sleeping and the eating, what were they doing back then? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They were breastfeeding. If they couldn't breastfeed, they were probably giving them some food. Right. You know? So then, like, I just think if it wasn't for, like, society and how we're taught and how we're, you know, brought up, I don't see it as a huge problem with, like, the co-sleeping or anything else. Because, I mean, you still have families that live in a one-bedroom house with, like, five kids. What are they doing? I mean, you don't have to Probably sharing a bed. You know what I
1: mean? You have to make it work. But in those situations, I don't think they're choosing to live in a one bedroom.
0: No, but I'm just saying, like yeah, but it makes it easier or in tiny when you houses.
1: Yeah, it makes it easier when you grow up though, and there wasn't a choice that you see like
0: it yeah. had to be that way. Yeah,
1: rather than like I felt like I couldn't sleep in my room. Yeah, and it wasn't because they wouldn't let me; they wanted me to. I <laughs> was emotionally yeah not able to leave because mm-hmm. I, I was terrified yeah so it just there's questions
0: there is and, and every a, kid is going to be different
1: every single kid's going to be different so i'm not saying she's gonna be fucked up from what you're doing no like and all.
0: i mean even this that one mom on tiktok i was telling you about talking about the animals and stuff she said she cried because her i think her kids were like two and four um they finally were just like hey mommy can we sleep in our own beds tonight and they like shared a room and she mm-hmm. was just like Okay. Like, she encouraged yeah. it, but then she was like, and I cried in my room. Because, you know, that's just something that... Yeah. And eventually it's, they'll learn, or yeah. they'll want to, or not, you know. it's just, I have family members where their son still sleeps, with, you know, like he'll go in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, and I, that's cool, and maybe this is just because I don't have kids and I don't love anything that deeply. <laughs> um, I just can't imagine... Wanting alone time and intimate time with my significant other Mm -hmm. and there's just not that boundary where that five or six or seven year old can't separate themselves and you're just like okay buddy like you need to go do your Mm -hmm. own thing or like whatever and then that's their room too so they're (laughs) coming in there and you're just trying to get your cheeks clapped like just for five minutes Um. and you just like because of course right now It doesn't matter. She's little. No. Like, she's little. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm just thinking once there's, like, a cognitive...
0: But even in that case, (sighs) we throw her in her crib. Even if she's awake, we're like, she's safe. I
1: mean, You know, like...
0: No, she's at that point, but you can't
1: do that at four and five. (laughs) And then when that door's locked, it'd be way worse. Way worse. Honestly, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's the thing. That's why I'm asking these questions, because I'm curious... I'll let like you know. Like, how the co-sleeping and, like, going into different phases is going to mm-hmm. go for you all.
0: And I feel like I don't have a good excuse. Like, I feel like if I was breastfeeding, I'd be like, no, nah, fuck it. She's sleeping with us. Because, I mean, you just can whip your boob out. Yeah. But I'm not. So I don't have, like, a yeah great excuse. You're also
1: the only person I know that co-sleeps.
0: I know a lot of people that still do or their kids have reverted back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, once they hit above the age of one, their kids have, like... Mm
1: -hmm. They were
0: in their crib for a little bit, and now they're, like, going through a thing. You know?
1: Well, I'm never, ever, ever going to shame what you feel is best for your kid. Oh, yeah. I'm just more for a psychological perspective where I know the other side of it Mm and how it can go bad, personally. Yeah. I'm curious as to, like... Your thought process and yeah. how you're feeling and, like, what the motives are. It, yeah. It's I can imagine it's emotional 100%. As fuck all the time. Because you're... I imagine every decision you're making, you're like, am I fucking her up mm-hmm. in the long run? Yeah. So I never feel like I'm doing this for that reason.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> um, and I would let you know if I felt that way. And I yeah, don't. Yeah, I know. But it's like... um. Even other moms. Like, I'm not going to shame them for wanting to put their baby in the crib right away. Like, if that's what you need to do for your family, that's what you need to do. Yeah. I personally feel
1: like that's probably how I would be as a mom. Yeah. Because I just have always needed those boundaries and space from additional people. As soon as I figured out what that looked like, being separate from my Mm -hmm. parents, I was like, damn, (laughs) this is
0: nice. But what's crazy is, is she didn't get that way until... Around five months. What way? Where she had to be like sleeping with us. Oh, like she was yeah. in her bassinet for a long time. Um, How do you feel about letting them cry it out? Oh no. I thought I could do it. Can't. Can't do it. We have before, um, but she doesn't really cry it out like there's no i don't know i guess i just don't give it long enough
1: yeah i so. think it just depends on the parent with that one because i think at a certain point i would get so frustrated that i would have to let them cry it out because mm-hmm. if it you're not soothing them or anything sometimes you just have to walk away yeah because it's way better to take a minute Mm-hmm. and recompose yourself and yeah. let them soothe and figure out, you know, and if they get to the point where they they can't breathe
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they're crying so hard, okay, don't let them cry it out yeah. at that point. Like, you need to step in. But I feel like I would just let them. But I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't have a kid. And I think that's... A, I said the same thing. That is a huge thing that people need to say <laughs> and realize uh-huh. when they're
0: talking about this shit. You don't have a fucking kid. Mm-hmm. You have no say. Well, and I was the same exact way as you. I was like, we're going to let her cry it out. We're going to let her do this and then, well,
1: I'm sure it fucking pains you to mm-hmm. see her that upset. Yeah. Again, the closest thing I have to that love is him. Yeah. And my She's mom She's talking about her dog. Yeah. I'm gesturing <laughs> at my Look at how cute he is he right now. He does look really cute. Oh right my now. god, <laughs> he's like curled up in a ball on the couch. He's a little too. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and how his paws are tongue <laughs> anyways is him and my mom will always say something like don't yell at him like that uh-huh. but he knows and you know if you're not hard on them now yeah. he is such he's such a good dog mm-hmm. because i'm not like berating him but it's just no. like i'm teaching him how he needs to act i'm teaching him leash manners and whatever mm-hmm. and now she sees yeah from me being strict and on him how much better he yeah. is so it's like If you are doing what you think is best for your kid, I feel like it's the same way I feel with this. Mm -hmm. It's like, I tell my mom, I'm like, this is my kid right now. Yeah. And like, he is this good because I work with him and Mm -hmm. her dog is not well-trained. He's a little shit. He runs them, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't run me because he knows. But sometimes though, I feel like it's the dog breed too. He's so stubborn.
0: Well it, no, I'm talking about yeah. your parents' dog. That oh. breed is
1: Uh Tzus <sighs> are a bit of a princess, even when they're princes, they're yes. princesses. Yes. I get that. But we've had three. This is our third Shizu. And he's the only one because my grandma mm-hmm. worked with the other two um, and she did not let them do shit. Yeah. And they were chill. Yeah. But this one he runs the fuck out of them. <laughs>
0: They can't do anything. But it is true with your breed and then, like, because we have pretty much the same mm-hmm. breeds.
1: They do what they want. They and that's and they're why fucking you, smart. That is why you have to be so
0: yep. stern with them. Because I don't want to yell at him. Well, you can literally have a conversation with them and they fucking know what you're saying.
1: I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because Will is know. the same way. Yes. So, at this point, we have three dogs between the two of us that are, like, the same. Because <laughs> of your puppy. Uh-huh. But it's... I don't want to yell at him, No. but they do what they want mm-hmm. unless you are dominant with them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's like I'm just not the type of person to be like, Kyrie, sit, sit, <laughs> sit, because he doesn't care. No, like he will not pay attention, and you you've seen it. Uh-huh. I'm like, don't jump, don't jump,
0: don't jump. He will eye roll you.
1: He literally <laughs> throws himself on the <laughs> ground in size and then gets right back up and does it. He gives me an eye roll like. <laughs> it's one of those things where and then as soon as i'm like don't jump he sits down and then he's real chill (laughs) and i think it's so funny because i saw a tiktok about this woman who was talking about the gentle parenting Uh with her toddler and she's like i can't gentle parent because look at this she had her purse she had her mom's purse in her hand and she's like put it down please put it down please and she goes put that fucking purse down and she put the purse down, and then went and played with her toys. Mm-hmm. She was just fine. But it, I feel like
0: that's how it is <laughs> with kids and dogs. It's like they know their parent, and they're like... They do. Okay. <laughs> when well, they're like, we know how we can push those buttons. Yeah. And they're going to... Oh, they do. I'm in trouble. Because Maisie already fucking does that shit.
1: But she's funny with it. She is. Literally, she, she will has crawl. such a... You guys, I am not fucking with you when I tell you. <laughs> she is funny. Like... <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen a baby actually have a sense of humor. Uh huh. But she has a sense of humor already. Yeah. And she's not even. It's from Austin. One hundred percent. He's not even funny. (laughs) He's He's pretty funny. (laughs) He's funny. I'm fucking around, but he. She's funnier than him. Oh yeah. Her timing is perfect.
0: Impeccable. Oh. But like, just I think the one thing you're talking about is when we were at Roosters. Yes. And just with like, she wanted to eat the fucking table. And I but like, she wasn't even trying to eat the table at that point oh she no was it was because
1: first, but she knew you were gonna touch her head yeah and so she kept acting you guys she was like juking her mom she was acting like she needs to she deserves an award she does she was getting her face just close enough <laughs> and looking at her dead in the eye she's like i'm gonna do it uh-huh. and then you would push her forehead back and she like would crack up yeah so now it's the water bowl The The dog's water bowl. I
0: know. You sent me that video. She's funny as fuck, bro. And she will literally crawl over there and stop until we look at her and we're like, Maisie, no. Maisie, no. And she will literally turn around, stare at us, smile with a little mischievous Mm -hmm. smile. She knows what she's doing. And turn around and go right back to it. And just, she just wants to play in it. And then one day we caught her on the fucking puppy taking turns, putting their paw, paw, hand, paw, hand, (laughs) playing in it. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. We're in trouble. But she's funny. And she, I think she gets it from Austin because he fucks with her. Like he messes with her so much.
1: Yeah, he teases her.
0: Yeah, and she thinks it's so great.
1: But that's so sweet that they have that relationship because you can tell what a difference it's making in her developing a personality oh yeah like she would not be this way if she had a dad that wasn't interested in her you know so i think it's very sweet i think we're gonna actually turn this into a mini-sode because we're at fucking 45 minutes we're never not catching up in a week again (laughs) like like, you guys, I'm so sorry. We have not talked this week, and we are having the time of our lives right now <laughs> catching up. So we'll just make this a mini-sode uh-huh. and keep catching up a little bit. But I understand <laughs> that y'all don't want to parse through 45 minutes of, like... But, I mean, I feel like we're talking some about some No, we're talking some about some really shit. good stuff. No, this is, this is really good stuff, but we still have more to catch up on for the week. So we'll keep going. Oh, okay. But this is going to be its own separate okay. episode. Because... This would be, like, two and a half hours oh, after sure. we get to the main topic. Oh, shit. Um. But anyways, yes, we were also talking about father-daughter relationships earlier. <laughs> and how hard it is to see, especially in the age of TikTok, mm-hmm. these people with these beautiful father-daughter relationships when you don't have that. yeah. Even though, like, our dads are great. Mm-hmm. Even though I have my issues with my father, he did the best he could to be the best dad to me mm-hmm. and he cares genuinely mm-hmm. for me
0: they just don't know but, how to show it uh, they don't know how to show emotion
1: well yeah my um. dad was raised by like two of the most repressed those feelings type <laughs> people in the yeah. world so mm-hmm. it, but once you understand that you start to yeah. understand how they exhibit their love more yeah but i man, you see these bitches with their fathers that love them like out loud out <laughs> loud fucks me up
0: yeah like the one you're telling me about when the girl came home from college and surprised her dad yes and he was so fucking excited yeah my dad would play it cool i feel like that would be austin
1: oh absolutely like it's absolutely gonna be austin because he doesn't like hold back mm -mm. the emotion you know he's very in tune Mm -hmm. and allows himself to exhibit his emotions yeah but we have these stoic ass fathers And I'm like, damn, dad. (laughs) If I surprised him in a video like that, he would be like, hey, (laughs) you're home. And he's like, I didn't plan dinner for you, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I only cooked for me and mom. Sorry. You're on your own. I think it's funny,
1: though, because we were talking about how but then randomly they will show up for us in these major ways. That make you feel like a little girl on the inside because you're like, dad, like you're showing up for me. Why am I tearing up right now thinking about it? Cause you all like my dad, he is me and my mom talk on the phone like every day. Yeah. I, me and my mom are super close. My dad, we just, we don't even text. Like I'll go Mm -hmm. weeks if not months sometimes without texting him at all. Yeah, And then I'll see him in passing when I'm going to see my mom. And so when we had that ice storm, he texted me. And this was the day after I talked to my mom about how I was sad about my relationship Mm -hmm. with him. And she didn't talk to him about this because I called her after and she's like, really? But he's like, I want to take you grocery shopping to make sure you have everything you need. And he didn't just get me like non-perishable stuff if the heat and electric went out he bought me like 250 dollars worth of groceries yeah she Made got some sure pizza I rolls yeah <laughs> and i was like hesitant to grab things and he's like no like get everything you need he got me toilet paper not like the offering kind like the four ply that oh, i like shit. i know bitch because i was like i'll just wait till we go to costco and uh-huh. split with you all and he's like no get it i'm like damn i was fucked up over that but I know, i'll tell you, were you texting me that day we had Costco cake at work last week, uh-huh. and he loves, oh, my God, he's obsessed with balloon cakes because there's extra icing, and, you know, they have he the sounds fat like my kind balloons of man. Mm-hmm. on the Costco cake, so I cut one of the balloons out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I called him, and I was like, Dad, I have a surprise for you. I was like, are you home? He said, yeah, so I took him that cake. You literally would have thought that I gave this man, like, the winning lottery ticket. <laughs> like, he actually did show a lot of emotion, because on the phone, he's like, is it a surprise for me or for Mom? Because he knows, Aww, like, I do a uh, lot for the both of them, things for the both of them, or for her, or whatever. For mom. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, Mainly. it's just the different relationship. Yeah. So when I showed up and I was like, just for him, and I stood there and talked to him for a minute, mm-hmm. he was o- emotional about it. Yeah. Me. I was like,
0: what, I was saying, my what dad's if it was the like this way. all the time? But we we text a little bit more. But I think it's more because of Maisie. Mm-hmm. Like, He's obsessed oh my god he's more i feel like he's more obsessed than me and austin and she's our kid
1: but this goes back to what i was talking about with you on the phone where i was like because you were talking about how great of grandparents they are they are and i told her i was like you're gonna be that way too because you are in love with this kid Mm -hmm. and you get to give them back before they annoy the shit out of you (laughs) <laughs>
0: like but the thing is she's not even so fucking annoying like no, that's why not. they love her
1: like yeah she's great they're like can i watch her all the time well that's I'm how like, all sure. your family is your sister's like i'll watch her for three days straight for real <laughs> but she's a great baby she is. that's not the problem but i'm saying like grandparents in general
0: it's some they, shit
1: it's some shit before but they i wouldn't even get annoyed it. they yeah. get to give them back and yeah. they miss them Yes. But when you're a parent, it's like you can't have that break. No. Where you start to miss them genuinely. You know, it's mm-hmm. like with every bit of you you're like I need to see them cuz mm-hmm. you're like yeah, I want to go home. I miss my kid, but you're like enjoying your time away. Grandparents, I know I, you don't. I'm not <laughs> I'm not that parent. Man, I'm, I'm not. I relate with my cousin cuz she was talking about how like she in order to be the mom that she's
0: mm-hmm. like
1: at her best for those kids. She needs a week vacation. Yeah. Not with her husband or anything. Like a girl's week vacation.
0: Yeah. Where she can get away and I think genuinely if, miss them. I might get that way when they get a little you bit will. older. Um, but now I'm not, I'm not like that at all. If my kid was
1: like Maisie, I can understand. Because I do miss her. Like <laughs> I, when you FaceTimed me last night uh-huh. and I saw her, my heart like did a flip. Because I'm like. She was
0: so excited. She knows that fucking tone for FaceTime too. She hears well, she it wish- and she's like.
1: You guys, she, I genuinely think that she is excited to see me for a minute, but then I know she's looking at herself.
0: Yeah. She's a little like, narcissist, for real.
1: But, but we're the same way. How often are you looking at the person that you're talking to on FaceTime? Barely. Never. I'm up in the corner. And I'm looking at myself. I'm like, damn, this is some good lighting. But then I think about how I'm small, Uh huh. but I'm big to them. Yeah. And I'm like,
0: I probably don't look that good up close though. <laughs> That's what I think too. And then you just see her big ass forehead and the camera and her little smile. She's so cute, you
1: guys. I'm but gonna take. I'm gonna attach a little photo of her. Oh, we can attach her swimming ones. Yes, she had guys. her first swim
0: class today. She's it was so cute.
1: so cute. We got to put the one where she was crying though.
0: Yeah, we will. Um, she loved it all except for going under the water, and I'm kind of glad I made Austin get in the water with her because I'm not the bad guy. But she was like, she would cry every time he'd bring her back up. And she'd reach her arms out to me. And I'm like, yay. You know, oh like trying to God. keep her excited. And she's just like, ah! You're only going to reinforce her only wanting to touch you now. <laughs> she's like, yeah, mom's not drowning me. But other than that, she did really good. And she loved yeah. um, floating. She was so she good. She loved the floating. Well, that's because Austin was holding a mirror. They have a mirror yeah, held I up. that. And she just staring at herself in the
1: mirror. See, I didn't know it was a mirror until you were talking about it. Um, I was like, what is that yellow triangle? But yeah, I'll put pictures of her from Mm -hmm. the swimming. And then I took a picture of how Kyrie's sleeping right now so that you guys can see. see. But his his little teeth (laughs) are poking out. It's so funny. But I'm, oh, God. You guys are just going to freak out over how cute she is, though. And she's just so sweet Mm -hmm. and it makes, she's the main reason why I was like, okay, I think I do want kids. (laughs) It's just because I'm not in love with somebody right now Mm -hmm. that I feel like I could go without. Yeah. Because, oh my God.
0: She is the reason why I went back on my promise to myself to not have any more kids that now I want more.
1: Well, I fear that for you though, because God, (laughs) when you have a good baby, that next baby, Ooh. And you're probably going to have twins, so...
0: Yeah, probably. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. That's where I'm I at mean, in life right now. Matter. Whatever happens, happens. Hopefully it's a girl and a boy. I just need a boy for Austin.
1: I was going to say, I hope it's two boys.
0: Not, no, don't put that on me.
1: Oh. That means. that means I got to
0: come up with two boy names. I don't want to do that. Oh,
1: but I have girl names so... out the wazoo. Yeah. See, I don't have either. And... It's really funny because I always wanted to name my kid Jack, Mm -hmm. and I love the name. My uncle's name is Jack, and we have a very close relationship, but my boyfriend that I was with long term, his last name was Jackson, so I can't have Jack Jackson, and then for other reasons, I absolutely could not name my kid Jack with the guy that I was just sleeping with, Um, Yeah, no. so it just wasn't working out, but you know, maybe. We never know who I'm going to have a baby with now. Yeah. so
0: Maybe, maybe yourself.
1: Asexual. Yeah. You know, go the baby mama, the movie. Yeah. Go yeah. that
0: route. Woo <laughs>
1: It's like, and who's going to pump their body full of toxic chemicals? <laughs> arr,
0: arr. <Yep>. That was <laughs> she, me. That's literally going to be me too. I would never go another route. If you guys haven't
1: seen Baby Mama with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Watch it. Highly suggest. That's one of those movies. I think it came out in like... 07 08, or 09 something in there yeah I
0: shouldn't have been watching
1: it at that age, age. very well <laughs> it's one of those movies where like you know sometimes you really like it when it comes out and then mm-hmm. you grow up and you're like oh this wasn't that good no this is and I will say so good.
0: obviously people who aren't pregnant can watch it but like if you are pregnant just watch that watch what to expect <laughs> yeah uh, when you're expecting because that is great and it goes through all the different types of pregnant women mm-hmm. which is very true because I feel like I'm a mix of the blonde that was having like trouble getting pregnant and then she has a fucking terrible pregnancy. Yeah. Um and then somewhat of the Cameron Diaz kind of okay. I haven't seen it. Oh you so. should. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's a good comedy. Um Anna Kendrick's in it. Oh. And she actually ends up going through a miscarriage so that's a good side to see too yeah what's
1: funny about it is i really just haven't seen anything but for some reason now you know how everybody was like up Anna kendrick's ass for a while after like pitch Pitch perfect perfect. and then she her tweets were like so relatable Mm -hmm. and all this stuff she was talking about like getting kicked out of the movie theater for masturbating when (laughs) or ryan gosling was on the screen or something like that <laughs> but then all of this stuff came out about how she's a horrible person.
0: Yeah, I heard she was a bitch.
1: Yeah. And they're like, we're talking about how she's just like insufferable and all that. So I don't know. But people
0: say that about um Catherine Heigel. Mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker is a big one.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm surprised more about Katherine Heigel for some reason. Because It wasn't until
0: after her knocked up run, so it was after Grays, after mm-hmm. knocked up, and it was like there was like three years in a row where she was just pumping out movie after movie. And she maybe was she's probably, got a big fucking head. I don't know. I don't even
1: know if it was that. She could have just been like at her wits' end with how much she was probably. working. because I'm no fucking ray of sunshine when i'm overworked Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine the stress of being an actress and like memorizing all that shit and taking on the character role and stuff Mm -hmm. this is not to excuse her being shitty but like (laughs) you know i also don't know you never know how much of that shit's true because there's been so many times where people have hyped up how bad someone was Mm -hmm. just for someone else to come in and be like they're not like that yeah because with katherine heigl her i think did she take her niece in have you seen that?
0: She just adopted. Well, she,
1: I think she had, I, for some reason, I'm thinking. She adopted
0: two kids from like another country, but I know. Yeah,
1: but I think she also took in, maybe not even adopted, but like her niece or someone related to her was having Possibly. issues and she took them in and she was making TikTok videos about oh. this. I think it was during yeah. the pandemic year. Yeah. But she was saying how nurturing she was and how thankful she was for Catherine and all of this stuff so you just never fucking know but
0: people change too
1: and they do and she could have just been really immature and like you
0: said the limelight mm-hmm. got to her well i mean just imagine being able to walk into a room and be like i want jelly Run beans
1: but only the but red ones.
0: only the orange <laughs> i was gonna say orange well i don't like I'm jelly beans kidding. so i don't like and them then someone has to spin there stand there and pick out all those fucking orange jelly beans yeah i could never do that
1: i could never do it either but also it's because i'm not there who knows who
0: knows i don't think you would
1: i don't think i would either but it's just a waste of time they
0: could be getting you coffee or something
1: well it's not gonna be around it yeah no it's not gonna be jelly beans I'm I'm oh i fucking love sour patch kids see my thing with jelly beans is when you're chewing them they get to like the very sugary chewy part without flavor too fast no so oh, I love it! It wouldn't be that you just swallow it down, but it would be. It'd be like a really complicated coffee order, like on the proposal. You oh remember my god! How he had two of the same coffee, and she's like, "Yeah, do you get the same order as me in case you drop like or whatever uh-huh. the other one?" And he's like, "Yes."
0: <laughs> so that'd probably be. She's like, "You just happen to drink the same thing as me." Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, "It tastes yeah. like
1: Christmas in a cup."
0: Oh my gosh! I did see this um, girl that I follow. On Instagram, I think it's called like the Birds Papaya. It's this lady, um woman. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I started following her after I had Maisie because she had just had her second kid yeah. a couple months before. But she talks about like all types of like body positivity, Love shows it. her body after having two kids, Love that you know part. all that stuff. She's a blogger. Mm-hmm. She got to interview Ryan fucking Reynolds. For his Adams Project movie that just came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And she wrote this whole thing about how, like, it was so cool meeting with him. And, like, what people say about him being so genuine and caring is, like, true. And mm-hmm. he's just so down to you earth. And I was like, oh, my God. What a heartthrob. I need to be in a room with him and Blake Lively. Oh my and God. somehow get pregnant with both of them. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I feel that. I'm set for life. And what's funny is... And I'm not going to advertise this anywhere, but my God, if you've made it through this much, you deserve to know some information. (laughs) Um, I applied for Love Island. Oh, yeah. And so there were like 80 questions Mm -hmm. on there. And, you know, they go in depth because they're trying to make sure you're interesting and that you're a good candidate to even get through casting to Uh be interviewed and stuff. And... One of them was, do you idolize any celebrity couples? And Mm. why would you want to be like them? And I sat for a second. And I was like, no. And then I was like, yes. (laughs) Immediately, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Yeah. Like, they are such... And I hate this, but their goals. Like, literally. Literally. Everything about them, the way that they're absolutely best friends. And Mm -hmm. you can just tell it's effortless for them to be together. Mm -hmm. And I've never truly felt like love would be dead if someone, like a celebrity couple split. Them. But them, yes. Like... 100%. It, between them, and then I don't know if you follow Eileen Christine mm-hmm. on uh TikTok, but mm-hmm. her and her boyfriend Devin. Amazing. Those are the two couples that if you're going to idolize, it's them. them. And love is absolutely dead if they're not together.
0: Yeah. Because... But it's just how they treat each other, how like what they stand for too. Their values. Um, and then just their little banter on social media yes. is fucking hilarious. Like just the fact that like for their birthdays, yes. They post random pictures like they're <laughs> barely in the picture yeah. and they're like, Happy birthday, love you. Like Yeah. You know?
1: They're like this random person. It's
0: like, oh, they're so funny. So, fun. so I think that wraps up <laughs> yeah. this episode. I think it we might just does. have a Mini episode later of what we were supposed to talk about.
1: Yeah, we're going to post a separate episode of <laughs> today's subject yes. since we're literally at our typical episode length and we didn't even finish like catching up. But, we
0: have so many questions.
1: Yeah, we have some questions that we're going to address and everything. And we also are discussing euphoria. So tune in oh, to yes. the next little mini episode. <laughs> where we get into what we actually were supposed to talk about today yeah but hopefully you guys like us enough yeah it's what you're we're here funny. for we're besties all of us we're best friends together so
0: but don't forget to like rate share follow all social media yes um, tell your friends please please
1: tell your friends and
0: also and keep writing in
1: yes email us dm us if you're friends with us, text us. We're not going to give you the advice in the text message, but we will talk about it in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like any way that you guys want to talk to us, we are so willing to put ourselves out there mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be embarrassed to ask us questions because we will talk about our personal experience with it yeah, or what we know. So just always share with us and resharing our stuff on your story helps more than you guys will ever know yes so we will catch you on our next little mini (laughs) so bye bye